Hello and welcome to FNG1, the new guy's guide to Formula One and the world of motorsport. I am your co-host Chuck and with me as always is Sean. How's it going folks? Sean, how's your cast iron skillet? It's clean. I cleaned is it. Is it? Yeah. Is that why I, we're late recording? Yes. <laughs> I, I actually cooked, was cleaning a cast iron skillet right before we started recording as well. I cooked it, cooked shrimp in it, which meant it had like shrimp everywhere on the inside of it. I'm trying to think of a list of things that I would not want to cook in cast iron and shrimp is right up there because you're not supposed to wash oh, a I cast washed. iron skillet. Let, let's be clear. I have a cheater cast iron skillet. I have one of those ceramic coated like Lake Crusade ones. It's not the same. I don't know what that means. It's like, it's, I don't know. I it's ca- feel like you're big timing me and I, but I don't know. It's got some kind of like ceramic coating. So like you don't have to do all the like aging it or whatever people do. Right. Where they, the seasoning. It, yeah. Seasoning. Like it's just like out of the box. It's ready to go. And yeah, you're not supposed to like clean it as thoroughly, but you can just throw soap in it and clean it out when stuff gets stuck. Like see, and everywhere I read, it says if you take it out of the box and it's good to go, then that means that you've bought a bad one and you have to burn off all of that coating so you can make it natural. Oh, well, uh, no, I bought the stupid expensive French one. <laughs> like, No, I'm not doing that. It works great. I'm not going to mess it up. Don't ever cook eggs in it, though. That's fair. That's the worst. I, I throw caution to the wind every once in a while because I want really tasty eggs and then I want a project for the next like 45 minutes. Okay. So the trick I found to actually cleaning them out is just put some water in it and put it back on the stove. That see, now that sounds disgusting. Now but, we're just doing like, but you like boil science experiments. Yeah. Get like a wood spoon and scrape that crap off the bottom. I'm going to vomit. This is, this is audio poison. Everyone just turned this episode off and we haven't mentioned a single thing about car racing yet. <laughs> It's cooking tips from FNG1. We had a specific request that we speak only about uh, cast iron cookware, coffee preparation, and Danny Ricardo. That request came from uh, at RhinoAg. This one's for you. Uh, so let's check cast iron, which I don't get me wrong. I could do a whole podcast about that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> But this, but maybe we will. This is minute 42 of why I hate cast iron. <laughs> Welcome to F cast uh, iron. C-A-1. <laughs> Fuck cast iron. One. No. Uh, um, how do you like your coffee? No, we're not going to do that. Coffee? Uh, I like most coffee. <laughs> we're going to talk about Monza, which just happened. It did. What did you think of Monza? It was a pretty good race. It was there's, a pretty good race. Some exciting it was fun. things that happened. And I, I got to ask you this question because this was rolling around in my head. It, Monza is like a big deal, right? Yes. <clears throat> it strikes me. I feel like I'm about to utter blasphemy. So I'm glad like I'm, I, you can't hit me from there because we're speaking across miles. Is Monza good? Because it doesn't strike me as being a particularly interesting place to race. I mean, it's it's fast. and That's not my question. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, it's better than quite a few of the tracks, and I think it gets the credit. It gets a lot of credit because it's an old school track, right, versus one of the, like, it, This strikes me, this race strikes me as a location, location, location kind of thing. Uh, atmosphere, it's in, too. It's in Italy. And it's in like the heartland of of you know Italian racing, which is which is objectively awesome. Mm-hmm. But this course was it's like difficult to pass unless you are Bottas and Sergio starting at the back and you just sort of weave around all of the slower cars. Otherwise, kind of no one can pass anyone. Yeah, it's a little hard to pass. I mean, I I, I guess, and I think with the modern car, well. You could complain about a lot of tracks with the current cars not passing. But, yeah, I think the atmosphere probably helps it a lot. You didn't get as much of it here because they're still doing COVID restrictions, right? But it did seem better. There were a lot of Italians out there. They were popping smoke. It seemed like a good time. Yeah, they don't let them on the track, though, right? So you didn't get the after the podium ceremony, all the people on the track. and They did not let them do that. The Ferrari flag that, you know, covers half the straightaway. 
which I think that they one day they're going to lose control of that and it's going to end up on the track where it should be. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if that was the, Come, the red flag of a race? Coming was out, literally a red flag on the Coming ground. out of the safety car, if it had just managed to fly out there and capture the two McLarens, things would have looked great for me. Or the safety car comes around and the flag just lands on it and the safety car is just blindly driving down the road. Hey, it might make the first corner still, which is better. Sud- than- suddenly I'm more interested in Monza. Yeah. No, it... It's, yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, there's. It's got a lot of historical support, um, and and the yeah. last two times they've raced there, it's been very interesting. Yeah, but but not really because of the course so much as because of the shenanigans of the other people on of the people on the course and the things they're doing that have ended up with some really fun results. Yeah, and you can get like cars that shouldn't necessarily win that may have you know certain deficits in competitive positions like the mclarens right they're not as good as the mercedes and the red bull but they are pretty fast in a straight line i want to i want to go on record here saying that you were the first one to throw any even the lightest shade at mclaren and danny ricardo so everyone can direct their tweets at sean leg what i do you suggested that they uh, are a deficient car. It is. I said on Friday that <laughs> McLaren had a good chance to win this race. That's true. You and then people that. were like, oh, it'll be great to see Lando win. And I said, watch, it'll be Danny. <laughs> so you're saying that you're the Nostradamus of this. Yes, obviously. I okay. Know. Then before we even move on, I want you to call the top five for the finish of the Drivers' Championship right now. The top five for the finish? Of- In order. Well, I have a fun conspiracy, but it's going to be Max, Lewis, Valtteri, Lando, Sergio. So you're saying that the order will not change from what it currently is? No, I don't think so. No. Interesting. I I feel like Sergio is not... I feel like Leclerc might pass Sergio. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) I love Sergio, but there's things are not going great. (laughs) Leclerc could... I think the Ferrari's too peaky if you want the... Honest answer. Like, I think they'll just be trying to I think like, Sergio is ah. too peaky. Well, that's true. So who's more peaky, the 2021 Ferrari or Sergio? <laughs> it's a toss-up. Vegas wouldn't put a line on that. Oh, yeah. Um, but we will talk about the man of the day, Danny Rick. Let's just get right out there and talk about Danny Rick. Danny Rick was magnificent. Danny Rick was magnificent. Plus, anybody who's ever watched particularly the first season of Drive to Survive is desperately in love with Danny Ricardo because he's obviously the most charming F1 driver in the current like stable of drivers and it's not a close competition. I would say he's the most American too because he loves it here. That's true. He's our adopted son. Well, but you said he loves it here because nobody recognizes him. (laughs) Yeah, but he's always here. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. He likes Austin and LA a lot. I'm down with that. I I'll, I'll do a shoey with Danny Rick if I ever meet him in Austin. Oh my god, I want to do that now. I mean, if that happens, I'm going to be like, "Hey Danny, can you wait here for 3 hours while Jay Arnold drives up here so we can do a shoey with you?" <laughs> <laughs> Jay would drop everything he's doing. He would. He would drive the fastest that he's ever driven to get here. <laughs> Well, hey, so let me ask you a question. I don't know you that well outside of Formula One and Twitter. Uh, do you drink at all? Uh, not. I mean, not for any choice of my own. I don't. Rare, or I very rarely do. But it's not like I'm against it. I just don't do it, it a lot. That's fair. I Because my follow-up question was going to be, have you ever done a shoey? No. God, no. I'm not drinking out of a shoey. <laughs> I asked because before this race, I did actually have the chance to hang out with Jay a week ago here in Austin. He did uh, a shoey, didn't he? He did a shoey. I wasn't there. He he was in the stands for the game that I did not go to, but uh, I spent the rest of the day with him. And uh, yeah, he did a shoey. And I was like, huh, people really do that, huh? It's, it's a lot. No, I'm more of the, me and Valtteri share the... Uh, that sentiment. I don't know if you saw his post race. They asked him about doing the shoe and he said he didn't do it. And Daniel was like, What do you mean you've never done one? And he's like, That's not my thing. 
And Daniel was real, like you could tell Daniel was like dying inside. He was like, <laughs> no, I'm not drinking out of a shoe. I think that Danny would be disappointed in the vast majority of the drivers on the road with him, if that's the case. He's gotten a lot of people to do it. Who else? Who, I think he's who made else? Max do one. Wait, 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 wait. Who else in this current crop of drivers would do a shoey if Danny Ricardo wasn't asking them to? None of them. Like, that was their own idea. Not one of them will do it unless Danny's up there asking them to do it. Exactly. Uh, he made uh, Norris do one with, or yeah, he made Lando do one with him and he spit it out. <laughs> oh. Did you see that video? Yeah. Like up on the podium, he God, made it's... him drink a shoey, and Lando didn't even swallow it. He spit it right out. Hot, wet, foot-smelling beer or champagne. Oh. I mean, I assume that it's still cold. Is it? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. in the battle of shoe versus champagne, the champagne's going to win there unless you just leave it in the shoe. Like if the heat you are... capacity of the, of the champagne is... Yeah, higher. Or if perhaps like you're pre-pouring a bunch of shoe flutes of champagne and then walking them around on a tray oh. to serve to people, those are going to get warm. I feel like the smell, it might just be a psychological thing. Who knows? Oh, it's 100% a psychological thing. <laughs> it's unpleasant to look at. Yeah, it, it unsettles me. But Daniel deserved I would it. absolutely do a shoey, but I would need a reason. That man was fantastic all weekend. Oh, he totally was. He, he was, was great. That was his and first was, weekend that he was great this year. And when he's on the podium, he is the breath of fresh air that F1 needs him to be all of the time, yeah. <laughs> which is a person who actually has emotions. It's nice. It's nice to see. You know, somebody smiling and you feel like it's genuine and somebody celebrating because they want to celebrate right. is not actually what you ever see up there. I mean, Valtteri Bottas always... Looks like he's standing in line at the DMV. Even if he won, he looks like he just cannot be bothered with all of this. Mm -hmm. And we've already talked about Max never smiling for any reason ever. Lewis Hamilton always has that look on his face like he's, you know, calculating the various ways that every angle of his face and every bit of his smile will feature into his branding and marketing and such First off, he, he's, he's smiling but it's always seems like there's like a he's thinking about everything going on behind it first off i want to thank the fans because the fans gave me such a an emotional push today to win uh -huh. second off precisely blessed. just blessed yeah <laughs> we we could write a generic uh Lewis <laughs> hamilton post. speech yeah. that would be almost word for word like they're not the last time that i feel like we really saw someone just celebrate on the podium was when Sergio won that one last year because it was his only win ever. I'm trying to think who's G Gasly last year. Gasly was jazzed. Gasly also has that, that surfer dude look and that smile. I mean, that guy's a winner. He's a yeah. charmer. Leclerc two years ago at Monza. Yeah, that's true. But this was pre-FNG1, so that doesn't really count. That's true. We don't speak of those. That was the before times. That was the long, long ago. But yeah, Daniel, I mean, he was amped. He deserved it. Honestly, like, you know, last week we're having conversations about, like, how much longer can he keep performing like this and stay where he is? Mm-hmm. The man had a great week. You know, that must have killed Norris, though. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, but he's also... Been, he's been, like, undebatably better the entire season. And the he, one chance they get to win, <laughs> he comes in second. That's true, but I also feel like genuinely Lando has some... And this is rare for a driver for me to even suggest that this is a possibility. I feel like he genuinely gives a shit if his team is doing well yeah, outside so. of just him. Like, McLaren seems to matter to him. Yeah, yeah um, I can see that. It was still his best finish. So, I mean, it's still a fantastic result, right? Oh, yeah. It was... It, I, I love I love the races where not Red Bull or Mercedes win because the, the garage explodes. Oh, yeah. In enthusiasm. Yeah, it's great. Like, and they fly to the fence to go climb as high as they can to, like, wave as the, the car crosses the line. Like, 
I love that stuff with Mercedes. It's like it's just it's rote at this they, point. They're, you know, they're like, they oh, we got to go get on point. the fence real quick. And then I got to get back and get these tires in order. They're all starting to analyze why they didn't get the one point for the fastest lap. Yeah. And they're all wondering what Toto's going to yell at them for. <laughs> so I, I like the enthusiasm. I like seeing McLaren win. Uh, I thought that was really, really cool result. Obviously, we had the big crash that uh between max and hamilton ew ew <laughs> no that was the funniest thing i've seen all weekend so yeah i was like i, I guess ooh is a, a a reaction you can have i don't know <laughs> it was like two times earlier in the race like max was like there's zero chance he's gonna give lewis the inside edge of a chicane and lewis did the same thing and max is like he never leaves me any room I was like, uh, yeah, that's a reaction, Max. Mm-hmm. That's him, a, him complaining a the helmet might have been my my peak, like shot and fraud for the weekend. His what? When he His was what com- about the helmet? When he was complaining the helmet, Marco. Oh. <laughs> that, that I thought you were was... talking about his helmet. And I was like, he did no. what? <laughs> Sorry, when he complained to helmet, Marco, that Lewis never leaves him any room. I like. I had to stop watching for a second. <laughs> That's my boy. That's how he does. I was like, excuse what, Max? Never change. Never change, like, Max. Back up to lap one and see the two times. If he concedes that like chicane situation and then later is like, yeah, it was the right decision, blah, blah, blah. I like him less. That's not the driver that I signed up to watch watch drive. You want to know how I know? If I wanted to watch business decisions being made, I would have rooted for Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. He made a lot of business decisions this year. He stopped making the business decisions. Yeah, but I mean, like, that's sort of like who he is. That's not actually it's true. That's why he's so good. Yeah. He actually made a business decision. I think it was turn four on lap one. He tried the same thing Max did, and Max bumped him, and Lewis is just like, nope, and just went off the corner. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think the reason I know that Red Bull knows it's probably their fault is Christian Horner called it a racing incident. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you know you did something, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) A little cheeky there. like, uh, Yeah, that was interesting, though. Honestly, that could have been really bad, I think, oh, not yeah. jokes aside. Lewis's head looked pretty rough when they showed that. It pulled his head forward pretty good. Yeah. So glad we have the Halo part like four. For yeah, the Halo team. has really killed it in the last couple of years. Yeah. Really done some remar- remarkable work. Killed it was a choice of words there. Well, you know, not killed it, not I guess, ki- is, is its specific function. Uh. Yeah, that could have been looking at the camera i was like oh i bounced off and i was like oh that, that would have been pretty bad but yeah off the top of my head i think that at least season engine ending if not life ending injuries uh prevented by the halo just since i've been watching obviously hamilton just now leclerc a few weeks ago when yeah. that tire glanced off of the side of his halo yeah. that's the second time he's had a tire hit his halo and then obviously roman grosjean yeah grosjean would have been Gross. Would have been dead. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a miracle he wasn't killed three anyway. different ways in that. But, um, yay Halo, yay Halo. Uh, uh, Bottas uh, did exactly what you would have asked for him he out of this race. He, they took the what is it engine? What what's the word for it? You or he, the he did the whole power unit. So the engine, the MGUK, the turbocharger, the MGUH, he changed out a whole bunch of components, which you get 10 grid penalties for the first part you change and five for each subsequent. So he racked up like 25 or 30 spots worth of uh, penalties. I mean, go, go big or go home, right? I mean, if you're starting at the back, you're starting at the back, right? Yeah. Um, back up to Max and Lewis. Uh, the only thing I want to add is I'm very excited to see them keep doing this the rest of the season. Oh, they're totally going to keep doing this. And the my rest favorite of the season, outcome, for which the is season. why I'm surprised that you still have Max winning the season. My favorite outcome is actually both of them do this shit so much that Valtteri wins the season. <laughs> but <laughs> Just I mean, out of it fucking seems nowhere, like on a long enough timeline, Max loses this battle. 
this ty- that type of battle. I think the issue, well, yeah, because eventually Lewis will make enough business decisions that Max will get penalties like he did this week. Right. The other one is Max is already on the back foot now with the engine change thing, right? We know they both mm-hmm. probably have a penalty coming for needing to change out to get the extra power unit. But mm-hmm. Max's, when he landed on top of uh, Lewis's car, that thing flexed, right? So the chassis is providing support for the car, and the back end of that car really flexed. And I, I saw that and was like, ooh, you may be uh, down two power units now for the season. So if that adds a fourth, not just a fourth engine, but a fifth engine to Max's season, like, you know, that's two races where he, he may be starting from 20th. Yeah. How many races do we have left? I don't uh, know where we are in this season. Eight? Eight? Okay. I think it's eight. Boy, for such a uh, slog of a season, it has kind of flown by. When we started this season, I was like, oh my God, how are we going to do this? Yeah. (laughs) Well, halfway through, I was even like, how are we going to do this? But this three-week run... Yeah, it really zipped them by, especially the one where no racing happened. Um, That was the one we spent the most time watching. But yeah, so, so Bottas... He ruled. He, he crushed great. it. He did exactly what you want, which is took his grid penalties and then methodically picked off all of the obviously inferior cars. Dominated qualifying, did great in the sprint race. Like, dude had a great weekend. Got got into position, got, basically got up to all of the cars that are competitive and then got in that situation where no one can get around anyone. And so you just sort of, unless you can do some sort of pitting strategy, you just sort of finish where you finish. Yeah. Because once they all lined out, nothing happened. Well, yeah, once you, they caught to the McLarens, which are fast enough that it's hard to pass, it kind of ended, right? Yeah, exactly. The, the only interesting thing was Leclerc forcing Sergio to make a... Sec- the second time he didn't want to give back a position this weekend and ended up getting himself penalized for it. Mm-hmm. So Botas didn't have to pass him and still got the podium. Right. But I think that that... The more I was thinking about it, the more I think that was the right move for Red Bull. Just take that five-second penalty and hold Bottas where he is. It seemed like the right move. But he did that when he was passing Leclerc. Yeah, I know. So but, he... what, but at that but at that point, they were already committed, and they're ahead of Bottas. He should have done so. But just hold him. He should have done what Leclerc did to Bottas. Because Leclerc did the same thing. He ran off, immediately left Botas back, and then slipstreamed him and passed him going into the next corner, which might have been a penalty if Botas didn't immediately pass him because of Ferrari's slow. But um, That's right. I forgot that, about that. That might have been a better call for Perez to do. I don't know why he did it, because he did that in the, the sprint race, too. He got he cut the corner, didn't give the spot back until like almost all the way around the track when they forced him to. Like, what, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I don't know. I think that ends up fine. It's sort of the same result. Yeah, fourth or fifth Either is way. probably how it worked out. Yeah. I mean, so it's to me, it's more about having the position to... Because if he gives that position back to Leclerc, he gets passed by Bottas also. How are you going to give that position back with Bottas like... Point was four seconds close? Oh, yeah. Because oh, okay. I was sitting there thinking, shit, if he gives this position back... Bottas is going by him too, and then it's you know that's his position for good. Yeah, that's so a good like, point. No, he would have never passed. Stay out. Yeah. You know, just take the five second penalty, but be in command of where everybody has to sit behind you. Hey, good news for Perez is that signs isn't all that quick in the Ferrari because he couldn't keep within five seconds. Yeah, signs uh, doesn't seem to be panning out the way I was expecting him to. He's fine. Like He's I, fine. You know, there was I a thought part it was going to be really good. There was a part of the season when I was like, he might actually challenge Leclerc. Like, what kind of like right? identity crisis am I going to have if he challenges Leclerc here? And oh, man, that would have been for good podcasting. Yeah, like, oh, okay, well, maybe it's not that good. But uh, if well, one day in the standings, signs had ended up ahead of Leclerc, that would have been really... Did he? did a few weeks ago. He was like 83 points to Leclerc's 80, even though Leclerc had multiple DNFs in there. <laughs> Why did I not dwell on that for the entire episode just to sort of string you out? Oh, I would have been fine with it. I th- <laughs> I think that I think Science is probably doing his job. He's not really irritating the one driver, but he's not like six spots back. He's like a spot or two behind him. 
And that's all mm-hmm. they really want him to do. Yeah, that's fair. I How mean, good can you as, be without your team? As a irritating... team lineup goes, what you've got going on is as good as you can ask for. Yeah, I think so at this moment. Not you know, if you put that, if you put the two of them in the Mercedes car, then they do the same thing that Hamilton and Bottas have been doing for years. Right. You know, both podiuming every race. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a perfect setup. He's a great, great wingman. I, I thought when they signed him, his personality would lend itself to that, and it looks like his speed and pace also lend themselves to that. Right. Um. Who else we've talked about? Oh, Lance Stroll did all right. Yeah, what happened? They didn't qualify. What happened? Well. How how can that be? I, honestly, I don't is, know what I happened. I can't picture a single thing that he did all race. I think he almost crashed into Vettel once. Yes, he did. And Vettel was surprisingly diplomatic about that. Yeah, Vettel's just, he's just having a good time. Yeah, uh, I think he's also kind of done. He might be. They said they're going to extend him. I don't know, but they, they keep being weird. With the, They're like, oh, we're definitely going to extend him. We just haven't signed the contract yet. And I'm like, ah, does that really make sense? Oh, hey, uh, Mazepin DNF'd. He's back in form. Why did he DNF? Did he? I don't know. The, the I car think just that broke. It was, the car just broke. Yeah, he broke. He crashed his teammate again, though. So it was a pretty he did. solid weekend. Yeah, oh. it was cl- classic. Can we talk about a Mazepin fun fact? Ooh. There's 20 tell. drivers in F1, right? He's right. the 21st in the standings. Oh, my God. Kubica finished 14th this oh week, my which is higher than Mazepin's ever finished. So he's actually ranked lower than the <laughs> replacement. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, it's that's so delicious, good. really, is what that is. It's so good. <laughs> he's 21st out of 20. <laughs> oh, that Russian money must must be really, really good. Oh, God, the exchange rates. I mean, it's the Haas. Who are you going to put in there that's really going to do better? I mean, Mick, apparently. Uh, barely. <laughs> He's I got mean, zero. He, he also has zero much. points. He yeah. just finishes more often than Mazepin does. And doesn't crash as much. The Both Alphataris were out, and I don't remember that. I remember Pierre Gasly. Because yeah. that was a pretty wild crash. Drove right over that wing and then drove right into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he almost kept it out of the wall for a second. He almost like, did. He's going to do it. And it was like, nope, he's not going to do it. Uh, not that it, I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to not have that damage, but that car was toast after it ran over that wing. Yeah. It, when that wing finally let go after it was shooting out sparks for 100 yards and that wing let go and it looked like the car just detonated, like it lifted off the ground. Jump. <laughs> yeah, he got hit with the blue turtle or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it just broke. I mean, they spent the whole night putting it back together, but it didn't want to start. Sonoda's just broke for some reason before the race. Yeah. It, it feels like fate stepped in there because he qualified like 17th, then finished the sprint in 16th, only moved up because his teammate crashed. Yeah. I don't know. Yuki... I wanted I wanted more out of him because I love a crazy driver. We should we should give him credit though. I don't know if you heard his interview about, you know, being extended to next season. Mm-mm. He said he was surprised because he crashes a lot and costs him a lot of money. <laughs> so self-awareness 100. <laughs> Driving awareness 12, self-awareness 100. Are we are we putting together like the EA Sports ratings for these yes, drivers? Absolutely. There's awareness and self-awareness as two separate categories. How self-deprecating is he? Oh, star. Absolutely. Nailed nailed it. Is he willing to wear later hosen in a in a in a photo for op? He was so uncomfortable. Oh my god. He I've never later hosen doesn't make sense for anyone to wear, let's be honest. And I've never seen anyone look more out of place than him. He looks so like what have I done? Like, what the fuck am I wearing? <laughs> F1's not all I dreamed it could be. It's so much weirder. <laughs> uh, let me ask you which driver said this. Yeah. The, the slim pickings as far as things that weren't super obvious. <laughs> like, there's great radio because, I mean, anything that Danny Ricardo said was pretty great. Uh, but 
this witch driver said this is vamos vamos get in there let's go was that lando that was lando yelling at his team when they got the one two yeah i was wondering if it would throw you off since he uh, threw in the spanish in there yeah i remember saying it like he's using spanish and then i was like i guess carlos rubbed off on him that's true that is his boy but uh see i think that he and like if you listen to it genuine genuine enthusiasm in that he, d- he looked genuinely happy i've seen teammates so you're saying like that's that's got to be tough tough for him i don't know he seemed pretty jazzed i mean i think it was because you could kind of hear when he asked the uh particularly fl- phrase question about should I try not to pass so that, you know, we can engineer the one, two or whatever, mm-hmm. which put the the thought out into the world that I could pass him if you would just give me the chance. But I won't if you tell me not to. And, uh, you, you know, he wanted it. But, yeah, he was genuinely happy. Like all the photos afterwards, he was great. I've seen drivers pretend to be happy for their teammate. Um, well, I think season one of Drive to Survive had a great one with Max. When they were like coaching him, like be happy for Daniel. <laughs> Max is like, I don't I mean, even understand happiness. What do you mean? Like, I was gonna say, I think that's because he's not happy for himself when he wins. So I feel like that's just like a, I don't know. It's like explaining to a dog that they should hold the door. Like it just the, the whole thing doesn't make sense. Like, Max, what? you do know Why how to I... smile. Okay, <laughs> not like that, man. <laughs> no, not like that. That looks scary. Don't, don't do that. Yeah. Don't don't smile like somebody just asked you to take a photo while you're on vacation. Like, uh. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Lando was happy. I mean, that was a great result. That team's been not good like as far back as like three years ago, so. right? And now the for the constructors, They're, they uh, made some big moves. Oh yeah, uh, uh, this weekend. You know, they're what thirteen and a half points ahead of Ferrari now. Yep. Which is still a pretty tight race. That feels pretty weirdly close, given it seems like McLaren's been better all year. I mean, it does. They've had more podiums. Ferrari's just really good at finishing like fifth through seventh. I think that the thing is, and this is going to be a weird phrase to say, the Ferrari has been surprisingly reliable. Mm-hmm. And so, like, McLaren has more podiums, but they also have more races where they were just gutted and down in like I think the 15. other point is is Lando has been doing a lot of heavy lifting up till this race mm-hmm. and Signs has scored like nine straight races or something like that yeah so Leclerc I mean Danny Rick been, is is now sniffing his heels yeah but Daniel has like been finishing out of the points for a good chunk of the year right so it's I think true. that may be why they're more equivalent is while McLaren has gotten the podiums. It's really been one driver getting a podium and the other one coming in like 12th, whereas Ferrari's got both guys in fifth and seventh. Mm-hmm. And so, or Leclerc actually being in fifth is weird. Oh, he's in fourth this week. He's always in fourth. I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, I have, I have some theories. <laughs> he's always in fourth and never on the TV. That's true. He is never on the television. It's like, oh, no, he's exactly as far back as he should be from the good cars and no one is catching him (laughs) he is doing nothing remarkable one way or the other which you know count your blessings it is true could be worse (laughs) it could be much worse i think i tweeted that on saturday it's like this is setting up for the the leclerc special he's gonna be in four (laughs) (laughs) it got dicey i thought for a second i was like oh he's in second and i was like nope those cars are faster hey williams got some more points Russell is very good. I guess it's nice to know that you're going to be a Mercedes driver. Look at them with 22 points. Yeah, they're running away with it. How did that happen? Yeah, it's not even close. Oh, yeah, that's right. He podiumed the other the other yeah. week, even a half uh, podium. But yeah, he. It's not even close. They they've divided out into their own tier. Yeah, they are above Alfa Romeo and Haas, but they're not really competitive with Aston Martin yet. No. So they're just doing their own thing. Alpine had a pretty good race. I mean, both guys getting points is good. Yeah. They're doing, they're pretty clearly fifth now. 
Right? Yeah, it helped that neither AlphaTauri finished this week. Well, AlphaTauri's got the McLaren thing going for him. Where like one driver gets points and the other one doesn't. <laughs> the other one exists, except maybe more extreme than <laughs> I was McLaren's. Say, Aston Martin at least uh, typically finishes both drivers more typically than AlphaTauri oh, this season. Our, our poor Japanese driver i love him so much and yet i couldn't pick him out of a lineup because i can't think of what he looks like outside of lederhosen <laughs> oh no that's right he has the hair that is as yeah. big as his helmet yeah he's got the big old puffy top that's fantastic god he's the best he is pretty that's funny. it he's the best <laughs> i'm so glad that they signed him again um i had an inv- under investigation this week and i just i cannot remember what it was so we're just going to skip that. We answered the in, the engine and power unit penalties question. I got asked about sure, that. Sure, that, that'll so. count. Yeah, see, everyone learned something about the penalties for replacing your entire car in the middle oh, of the season. Another fun fact, since it came up on how many times could Max get penalty points on his license for crashing if he decided mm-hmm. to do this every week, no driver's ever been suspended for it. Oh, really? No driver's ever gotten 12 inside of 12 months. That's interesting because, you know, if you go back to like 80s F1. Hasn't been around that long. What? It hasn't been around that long. F1 hasn't? No, the point system for the uh, license penalty. Oh, for the license penalties. Okay. I was going to say, because those guys were fucking lunatics. Yeah. No, I think. They would go and punch each other on the starting grid. (laughs) Yeah. I think Sergio was the, he had it like the only driver to have points every season that they had it installed. I was watching a YouTube video the other day of uh, famous incidents of drivers getting black flagged during a race. Yeah. And uh, they almost exclusively occurred in the eighties. Oh yeah. (laughs) Which was very funny. And every one of those clips, like if they had like cut to a driver and he was smoking a cigarette while driving, it would not have felt out of place. Oh, <laughs> It was in the Wild West. The <laughs> the freakish doing. fitness of Formula One didn't start until like the early 90s. Michael Schumacher came, basically came I in. I don't even like, mean the fitness. I mean the sheer disregard for decorum and like a moderate amount of safety. Like, I mean, one of them could have been eating a sandwich while driving. Through the 70s, like two were dying a year. Like, it's so wild what they were doing. Yeah. like They're, like, getting out of their cars and running across the track while other drivers are driving by at full speed. Yes, it was nuts. <laughs> then they realized, like, this is dangerous as hell. What are we doing? We should have been podcasting back then. Oh, look, you were what, died this one, week. One year old. <laughs> Not even. 87? <laughs> 87? Probably one of them. We talked about Senna and Prost. Okay, sorry, my brain shut off there for a second. We're talking Let's about talk Ephanon. Where do you want to start <laughs> this week with Ephanon? I mean, we I guess we have to start at the beginning, which is Max and Lewis. What is your initial take on that vis-a-vis Ephanon? Is that even Ephanon? I mean, that's true. It doesn't feel like actual Ephanon. That's just actual Formula One. That's Max right? and Lewis hating each other at the moment. But surely we can spin that into a cons- conspiracy theory. Maybe Max was paid to actually assassinate Lewis Hamilton. That's and it was fair. a failed attempt. That's pretty fair. He got close. He got close. I Who mean, paid him? and you need a driver of his skill to somehow vault your car on top of another car with intent Lance Stroll could do that all day not on purpose but to do it on purpose you need somebody like Max right he like ollied that car yeah there was it was a kickflip is what it it was was. straight in the air he went from he went from all four wheels in contact to all four wheels in the air that was a kickflip yeah that was pretty wild uh but who paid him to do it I mean if it's ethanol did Ferrari do it I mean, that's the the default assumption, right? Did Ferrari take their eyes off the ball because McLaren won? True, but Ferrari got closer to first. 
to be honest. Wait, that's true. Ferrari is technically closer to winning the Drivers' Championship than they were the previous week. We're about to go into all-out like press on the four drivers ahead of Leclerc. Five drivers. Okay. Yes. By So you're saying that we've hit the point in the season where Ferrari's uh, attacks are going to become more direct and more obvious? It's a full-court press. They're going to get Leclerc the, the title. They're going at penalties. all drivers at all times, is yeah. what you're saying. penalties crashes whatever it takes and the only person they can't figure out is sergio perez <laughs> nobody can figure out sergio perez <laughs> it's just a red bull is very very would love if anybody has some ideas on figuring out sergio perez. letting sergio through was just an attempt to take out either norris or botas that's true they were trying to take down botas introduce more more conflict leclerc didn't have the car to stay ahead of him okay fine so let him through to go start some chaos. Yeah, because if you let Sergio through, there are decent odds that he's going to wreck someone. Yeah, he caught up to Norris for a minute. It was like, well, let's see what happens. Well, maybe he's going to take him out of the race. Man, if he had taken him out and then collected Botas on the way through, Leclerc suddenly second. And Sergio takes the lead on the race. Oh, no, wait. Danny Rick is still out there doing Yeah, Danny thing. Rick's out and, there. And you know what? Danny Ricardo, immune to Ephanon. He's too he's, wonderful. He's too beautiful for this world. And it's so like, they are two he, wonderful boys must finish first and second. <laughs> even the darkest, uh, the darkest of agents could not bring themselves to do harm to Danny Ricardo. Let's be clear. Leclerc is outside of the actual conspiracy. He's just benefiting from it. Yeah. He Leclerc, I think we've established previously is the only driver who's completely unaware of Ephanon. Completely innocent. He's just existing. Yeah. He has no idea this is going on. He's just sort of pleasantly existing around it. Like that uh, scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where the ship's exploding and that one uh, Commodore is just walking down the stairs. <laughs> just blissfully unaware of all of the chaos around him. Uh, yeah. That Commodore okay. is Botas, let's be clear. <laughs> no, that Commodore is Kimi Raikkonen. <laughs> uh, who is coming back. He's, he's back uh, from the COVID, I guess. He's In a back field of COVID. corn? I, what, yeah, what was that all about? I don't know, man. He, I'm pretty he, sure he thought he retired. Yeah, you can't convince so, me he had COVID. We're talking about, I guess, was it on his Instagram that he posted that or Twitter? I don't yeah, know. Instagram. He, his announcement that he would be returning was, I'm coming back next week. That was the whole thing. And then it was a photo of him standing in a cornfield. Yeah. And it was taken from like 100 yards away. Yeah, it's like, pretty artistic. It, but it could have been anyone in that photo. Even if zooming in, I couldn't make his face out. That could have been literally any. That was probably Kubica. He 100% thought he retired two weeks ago. <laughs> and they were like, you have to come back. And he's like, are you sure? I said I retired. He's like, I could not. You know, Kubica. He's uh, currently ahead of Mazepin. He's doing fine. He's doing fine. Uh, except didn't he spin out? Yeah, he's not having it. He's not doing well. Guy's pretty injured. Like he's got some severe injuries from car wrecks. Good to know. So we need to talk driver of the day. Now here's the thing. If we don't say Danny Ricardo, we're not we're going to actively lose subscribers. <laughs> he is no one is more loved and no one would could we slight more by not picking. <laughs> He's also Rick. unequivocally the driver of the day. Oh, yeah, he is. I just wanted to drag it out. But <laughs> yes, we're both picking Danny Rick, obviously. It was great. He had his a whole, whole weekend. His whole yeah. weekend was excellent. His start was flawless. Yeah, he got Max, and that's that's pretty well, and he got him from, you know, the, the point is accurate. Position two on Monza is arguably the better position for that first turn. Yeah, even with the green track. Yeah, you get it. And if you can get inside on the first corner, you can pretty much dictate and the And he rest. fucking crushed it. That start yeah. was perfect. Yeah, he dropped so, Max. Like, it, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it wasn't even close. By the time they got there, I was like, oh, okay, well, hopefully Max doesn't end up in fourth by the end of this chicane. Uh, and he pulled it back together. But uh, So, okay, obviously Danny Rick, driver of the week, 
we're both picking it. So, yeah. Sean, let me ask you, who's your second driver of the week? I mean, it's Botas for me. It's Botas for you? Yeah, because he was great the whole weekend. He probably would have won, except for the engine penalty. Yes. No, If without the engine penalty, I'm pretty sure he wins that race. I'm pretty sure he walks that race. Yeah, like he just starts well, and then no one ever gets near him again, and it's all fine. Right. I mean, is, he would have been which in makes first for somehow an even less interesting race than we already had. Yeah, I, well, let's be clear. That would have happened to like Mercedes would have like put three wheels in the car or something and sent them back out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I, I like that. Um, I guess just so that we can talk about more people, I'll say Perez. Um, he did pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, you, you know. what happened to him? Oh, he he just started garbage because of his sprint race. Uh, But, you know, he did some passing. He he made the best out of the shit sandwich that Red Bull was eating that (laughs) that weekend. He maybe got the most. That was the most clear. You are definitely the second guy on this team that he's had this season as well. Because they didn't give him a toe in qualifying. So normally both drivers take turns towing the other one around the track and qualifying oh. at Monza because it's worth like half a second. And mm-hmm. he towed Max both times. Oh, nice. That's why he was in ninth because he couldn't, you know, he didn't get the extra four tenths or five tenths of a second. Uh, gotcha. Being towed. I didn't catch qualifying. I did catch the sprint. Qualifying at Monza is a shit show. It's awful. I so. the, the few highlights I saw was just constantly people bitching yeah. About all the cars that were in their way. Yeah. Because they're all trying to get a tow, but nobody wants to be the one towing everyone. Red Bull said, screw it. Sergio, go out in front of Max both times. Yeah. Not super fun for Sergio, but... I'm fine with it. It is what it is. That's what he's there for. He knew hey, it. He got re-signed. The, uh, the other option is that they just go get someone else. <laughs> exactly. He knows That is very for. much their MO, so... <laughs> we'll hire anyone. We'll fire him in two races. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And then we'll bring you back. Who knows? We're we're Red Bull. None of you people um, mean anything. We have one person we like. The rest of you. So where are we heading next week? Uh, nowhere next week. Next race is Russia. Oh, next race is Russia in how many weeks? Uh, two weeks. To Sochi? Sochi, yep. Right around the is Olympic that where, Park. Is that where they have always done the Russian Grand Prix? I mean... I don't know about like, do they ever do? I think they did St. Petersburg back in the day, but no, the Russian Grand Prix in the last, I don't know, 10 years or whatever has been at Sochi since the Olympics. Prior to the Olympics, I was unaware of the existence of Sochi. Yeah. So that's probably it. Okay. I, as I remember from previous for, I guess last year, it seemed like a cool course though. Uh, I don't uh, that's a that's that's what it sounds like when Sean disagrees with me. I'm trying to remember if <laughs> I, I think it's kind of like all right. It's been really a Mercedes dominated track. I mean, okay. most tracks kind of are, but this is one that's particularly in their wheelhouse. So we're looking at a swap potentially in the lead for the drivers' championship next weekend or I mean, two week, two weeks. Let's be clear. We were pretty. Everybody was pretty sure that would happen this weekend. Right. I think it. it with Max having a three-position penalty for uh, the incident, and he needs to take an engine, they'll probably take it this week. Okay. So Max will probably start last. Because you might as well, if you've already got the three positions, take the engine penalty. You can't start worse than, worse than 20th. They can't just keep backing him up. Like No, Bottas has already proved that. <laughs> you actually have to start behind Lewis, but like a whole lap down. <laughs> oh yeah you start actually at the front of the grid but everybody else is a lap ahead of you already. right right but uh <laughs> it'd be great for max so he'd fucking love it with nobody in front of him oh yeah that's he true. would just be burning around that track <laughs> uh last chance do you want to change your call on those first five positions i still think max is gonna win it just feels like he's gonna win ah see i'm an aggie so it feels like he's not I mean, you're I can, an Aggie as well, but you also don't have a dog in this fight. No, honestly, the funniest outcome for me, like I said, the two of them keep crashing each other and Valtteri wins. That is pretty funny. That would, and, then, and then Mercedes gets rid of him would be oh, high comedy and I, I'm here for it. You got to remember the person who's most frustrated, Lewis Hamilton, 
Nico Rosberg was his teammate, beat him to the championship, and immediately retired. Like the mm-hmm. next day was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And that shit is in Lewis's head so much. So it would be the best if Valtteri did it right before he left and both of those guys were flummoxed by him. Yeah, or, or, and then Valtteri said, you know what? I'm actually just done with F1 completely. He might. <laughs> Who's he going to? Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. He might, he might as, well. as well be done. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Please... Uh, go to whatever you're listening this on, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Are we on Spotify, Spotify, yeah. SoundCloud, whatever it is, please subscribe. Please leave a review if that's an option. Give us some five stars because that would be sweet. Retweet um, this. Yes, retweet. Share it with your friends who are also getting into F1 now because of that wonderful Netflix show. Um Thank you again to Chris King for our intro and outro music. The song is Cat Mountain Drive off the album Gold Poles. Find him at Artificial Chris Chris on Twitter. Uh, Buy all of his music. Uh, Thanks again to RCB for our new logo. It's looking good. And we will see y'all again in two weeks. Peace. Thanks. Are you sick or is that my imagination? No, I've been, I got sick like probably last week. Last week, right yeah. after we recorded. Yeah, and then like it's just congestion and drainage at this point. So a lot of uh, throat clearing. Oh, good. Yeah, it'll be lots of fun noise. I mean, really, I'm the king of throat clearing. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, like that.